Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. And tonight we have some special guests uh, in the house with us, I like to say. And um, I'm a little winded here today, and I can't hear anything. I don't know. Is that okay? Can you hear me? Okay, so um, welcome to uh, Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara. Along with my crew here, I have Mary Baker. Hi. And I have Melissa Wallace. Hello. And everybody's like on the other side of the table here tonight. And I got Ryan here with us. I'm trying to get situated. uh, Ryan, you'll have to come in here and help Mm. me out because I can't hear a thing. So we'll figure that out at some point, okay? Um, But I am excited about our guests tonight. So we have, um, who do we have tonight? Do you guys? We have the lovely firefighters from um, <laughs> Pembroke. Hey, we don't have the local firefighters. I don't want to say just firefighters, but no, we have two special, special guests with us yeah. uh, this evening, and I am excited to have them. Uh, we're very, very fortunate. I, I just think maybe because it's our town that I just think that Pembroke, you guys are so awesome, and you're always so good to, you know, help us out whenever we need something. Um, so we have tonight in the house with us, we have from the town of Pembroke Fire Department, we have Chief Michael Hill. So Good hello. Evening, this is your first time here or second? This it's is my second. I was here with um, Kevin a few years ago. Oh, so. okay. All no, right. on your show. First time on your show. The first time on my show. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's what I was trying to think. I thought maybe at one point you were here before, but I think that, you know what, I think you were supposed to be here. I think and then I sent him. Yeah, and you sent him. It was when that you happens. first became chief. Oh, I it remember was. that. Yeah, and you were, you're so shy. I love that about you, Chief. Don't be shy. I know. And then, of course, we have uh, Deputy Chief here, uh, Mr. Ken McCormick. Hello, Deputy Chief. How are you tonight? I'm very good. Yourself? I'm doing great. How's um, everybody doing in the family? Kids are good. good. Everybody's great. Everybody's good, yeah. Yeah, same with you, too, Chief. Yep, Yep, that's great. So um, I know that the past um, past couple of weeks have been 
extremely trying um, for you guys, and I know that you guys are all brothers, and, you know, with the Worcester firefighter, I don't know if you guys know that my husband, Mark's father, was a firefighter in the town of Hull for years, um, so we get to hear some of his stories, but, um, you know, we're really, really sorry about that, the loss Thank of you. Christopher Roy, and I mean, that really has to touch home, because honestly, when that happened, we think of you guys. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Mary actually got very upset about it because I did say that to her. I was like, I was just like, you know, think about our guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you guys are running in when everybody else is running out. And I know it sounds extremely cliche, but it is so very true. And it's really sad. Um, I, we were actually in Boston. Yeah. This I think that's when it came. Story? Yeah. When we, that's when it came up. We were actually in the Westin um, in Boston this weekend. Sharon took us to, um, Sharon and Mark took us to the Nutcracker. And every year we go into the city as kind of like an annual little tradition that me, Melissa, and Sharon and Mark have. Um, and we saw uh, everybody coming from the services and mm. they came to like grab a drink and just kind of relax and settle down. And that's when Sharon looked at me and she was like, I want to buy everybody around. And she was like, what would you do if those were our guys? And I would go, oh, my God, I'd be so sad if that mm. happened in our community. Um, and it really puts a different perspective on it when you have faces that you know and you're with every day. Mm -hmm. So that just, it, it broke our hearts. Yes. So we were thinking of you guys. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Did you guys go to any of the services or anything? Or does did we, anybody represent, few, or how does that happen? Few guys from from the department that went. I could not make it. I had obligations, but yeah. And I knew. I thought it was very nice that I did hear on the news that uh, local other fire departments actually all pitched in and took their town or whatever, so they could all go to the wake or whatever to the services. So um, I thought that that was great. So I don't want to make this a morbid show, but I just thought, hey, one of the things we want to do is um, we want to bring awareness to fire prevention and fire safety. I think that this is a really good time of year to be doing it. And we also want to, you know, bring awareness to uh, the foundation for Christopher Roy's daughter, um, Eva. I did put some stuff on Facebook. So if you are on Facebook, hello to everybody. Um, it's Sharon Costa McNamara and I did the direct link from one of the news channels so they could see the obituary directly and they could you know do their fun so I think that that would be a great honor for all of us on the South Shore if you are out there listening uh, you know just to go out there and, and make a donation for his daughter because um, so, it's very very sad but tonight do you think um, first of all other than fire safety you guys do all kinds of things but can you guys just take a couple minutes to introduce each other we can start with you Okay, in introduce yourself oh. <laughs> and like how long you've been on the department yeah. and all that oh, other stuff. Um, I think we have to go oh. the traffic. Oh, okay. Well, we're going we'll to turn to hopefully to some lighter news <laughs> out there. Lisa DeMilo is out there from the WATD Traffic Center. How's it looking, Lisa? Well, Sharon, it's a tough ride out of the city this afternoon. You're inching along um, on the expressway from the tunnel down towards the gas tank, and then you're back in it from Granite Ave down on the split. Northbound, you're on the brakes from Granite Ave up past Naponset Circle, and then up towards the tunnel. Route 3 South is backed up coming off the expressway, but then it breaks free and you're good down toward the south shore. Northbound's in good shape. The Bourne and Sagamore bridges are delay-free, as is Route 44 and Route 24. This report is sponsored by Unbound.org. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com.
Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. And we're back. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with the Boston Connect Broker Team. I have Mary Baker and Melissa Wallace here with me. And tonight we have two special guests. So again, we have uh, from the Pembroke Fire Department, we have Chief Michael Hill and we have Deputy Chief uh, Ken McCormick here with us. And um, again, thank you so much, you guys, for being here. So um, we started, if you could just start with you, uh, Ken, just tell us, you know, who you are, how long you've been a firefighter and all that good Stuff. So, uh, born and raised in Pembroke. Um, got on the fire department in '94. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh, uh, okay. Got on the fire department <laughs> in '94. Uh, promoted to captain in um, 2000 something. Mm-hmm. Became deputy three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got about 25 years total. 25. Wow. So you've always been with Pembroke. That was one of my yes. questions that I had for myself. I didn't know how long that you had been with Pembroke. I did not know that you grew up in Pembroke. Yeah. Born huh. and raised. Moved here in '68. Oh, well, really? My parents moved me here in 68. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how old are you? Because I was born in 68. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, and we also have uh, the chief with us tonight, and we have Chief Michael Hill with us. So how long have you been with us and with the town and some of your family history, perhaps? Uh, third generation firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined the department in 84 as a call firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, became a career firefighter in 87, promoted to captain in 95, deputy in 2012, and then chief in 2015. Yeah, and I was part of that um, committee. I was on, uh, which was great, the, um, the pre-committee, you know, going through all the resumes and everything for yes. that process. Yep. So um, that was, you know, I don't want to say that I haven't had, um, I haven't had a, a um, strong desire, like, respect for you guys, like I always have, but going through that process really taught me so much. You know, and that's like one of the things I had said when, you know, each one of you were coming before us. I just said, gosh, I I hope I don't end up being in an accident Mm -hmm. anywhere. But if I did, I I would feel so secure if one of you came uh, to help me. So I'm going to sort of jump ahead, you guys, because tonight we're talking about fire um, awareness and fire safety. And one of my agents is actually on the line, and um, her name is Debbie Gentilly, and she is a real estate agent at Boston Connect Real Estate. And the day after Thanksgiving, she um, did the self-cleaning oven. And... You can imagine what happened after that, right? It self-cleaned itself. <laughs> it self-cleaned <laughs> itself. It sure did. And uh, she and her husband left. So, hey, Debbie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm so glad so, that you called in. So you want to tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah. So we were heading out in the morning for breakfast day after Thanksgiving. And um, I said, okay, I'm going to turn on my self-cleaning oven because I'd be out of the house for it. usually takes about four hours. So I turned it on and left the house. And... My daughter, who was home at the time, she called my husband and said that the house was really smoky and it smelled. And I just figured it was because the self-cleaning ovens really are smelly. So, um, (laughs) yeah, honestly. Doing its job. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of disregarded it. And then my son, who was working from home and he was in the basement, came upstairs and the whole house was full with smoke. Um, So he had to call 911 because the stove was on fire. Mm -hmm. So another good point is that we only have the cell phones. We have a landline, but it's not hooked up to our phone. So it took a little bit of time for the police department to figure out where he was calling from because I guess they they have to reroute it, the fire department. Yeah, so if you call from the cell phone, it gets rerouted through either Duxbury or Framingham, and they have to figure out where you are. 
Yeah, so that, oh, that took yeah. some time, and we didn't realize that. So um, by the time the fire department got here, they had to come in. They had to pull out the stove. Um, they put a hole in the wall just to make sure there was no electrical fire behind it. Um, and they were great. I mean, everybody was great, but thank God nobody was hurt. And mm-hmm. here we are now. Yeah. So one of the things, too, uh, Debbie, I know when we were just talking at our Christmas party last week, you said one of mm-hmm. the things that you you didn't have and you wished that you did was a fire extinguisher. Yes. Yes. So my neighbor actually, to backtrack a little bit, my neighbor was walking by, saw some smoke in the house. He ran over to his house, grabbed his fire extinguisher. That one didn't work. Ran back and got mm-hmm. another oh, one. No. Thankfully, had two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he was able to um, put some of the fire out before the fire department did get here. Mm-hmm. So, so but even when they took the stove out to the driveway, it's still after they had worked on it a little bit, there was still like those burning um, things underneath. So they had to come back out and put it out again. So. What are burning oh, things there. underneath, you guys? <laughs> what is your name? Oh, the burning yeah, things the in the... Burning things underneath. It wasn't finished cleaning before it I caught on fire. There was little embers. There was little embers. Oh, embers. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where you were talking. It was the chicken leg that you forgot, or the turkey leg that you forgot to get out of there. So There was grease on the bottom of the oven, and, you know, I probably, in retrospect, should have cleaned a little bit of it out, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't. But, um, yeah. I would Probably, you know what? I would think the same thing, though. It's a cleaning oven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just put yeah, it on, right. and you would think that it does its job. So do you guys see that a lot, that, that those types of fires happen? Yeah, we've had a fish, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. And how many yeah, people too. really do have fire extinguishers? Not many. Really? Yeah. How come they don't make that part of the, you know, the whole permitting process? Like, when, not permitting, but when we go to have a smoke, smoke, smoke inspection. inspection. Yeah, the smoke inspection. Yeah, that's a good idea. The authority and jurisdiction <laughs> yeah. ought, to, ought to do that. Maybe that'll be 2019. All of Pembroke <laughs> might not Generally. like us after the <laughs> show. <laughs> well, we could be I think helping. that's a great closing gift. Yeah, it's a great closing gift. Oh, either. good thinking, oh, Debbie Gentilly. Debbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Debbie, you have a great idea now, so you can give that to people and say, believe me, this could come <laughs> in handy. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, we have to have them on the boat. I mean, we have, I think there's a couple of them that have to be on the boat. Yeah, Maybe. Different, different laws for different, you know. Vessels. No, there is no, there's no law, I believe, anywhere in the Commonwealth that requires you to have one at home. Yeah. Could you imagine mm-hmm. me with, with a fire extinguisher? Yeah. I'd be like, where are my glasses? I don't even know how to read this thing. You're better off calling us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. They'll get there fast enough. Yeah, yeah so I, the, I mean, I guess the moral is don't ever, mm. if you're going to self-clean, just stay home. Yeah. Keep, right. Keep it right. contained. Keep it contained to the the stove. Don't mm-hmm. open it because it's mm-hmm. contained inside the stove. If you don't open the stove, and then just go kill the power. Oh, at right. the box. Oh, right. Debbie, didn't you say that somebody came in and did that? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Darcy's boyfriend came in and he ran down the basement and knew enough to turn off the power. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have known to do that. No, Me either. No, no way. I wouldn't know. I, I honestly yeah. would. Okay. I, I don't probably even wouldn't know, if know I either. <laughs> if it was my stove, I'd probably run around with my head cut off. But. <laughs> <laughs> Calmly now, I know what to do. Yeah, well, can you just look at me like Sharon? It's no doubt in my mind that you wouldn't know what to oh, yeah. do, considering I've had a couple incidences. That's why I know Ken yeah. McCormick so well, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. been to the house a few times, maybe. Yeah, so Debbie, thank you so much for sharing uh, your story. I mean, I was, you know, I said, like I said, Mark had actually seen your post on Facebook, and I think we were 
far away. And okay. um, for the yeah. weekend somewhere. Yeah. And Clemson. I, yeah, we were in Clemson, actually. Yeah, if it was Thanksgiving. And I called Debbie and I was like, well, I know how bad that smells in your house. So I was like, why don't you right. just go to my house? Because yeah. you're there. So you can feed the dog. <laughs> feed the dog while you're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was a terrible smell. It was that electrical fire type of smell. But... Um, it's yeah, it's hard now. to get that smoke smell too out. That that mm-hmm. stays in for a little while, but yeah. And you're surprised at really what gets affected. You know, everything in the cabinet, um, pans, Tupperware, everything. So, what did the fire? So. I'm just now. I'm sort of very curious. They just come in and take the mm-hmm. stove out, or did they come in with hoses and like? They came in with. Well, they came in with. The, I don't know because I was outside. They came in with their masks on. I don't think they had any hoses. And then they pulled the stove out. A couple of the guys pulled the stove out. And then I think they had fired. It, it was kind of a blur, Sharon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, Debbie, uh, for calling. Again, this is Debbie Gentili. She is a real estate agent at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she is one of the best of the best. So if uh, people want to reach you, how can they do that, Debbie? Um, at Debbie at BostonConnect.com. Or 339-235-0042. Perfect. And they can also okay. go to bostonconnect.com and they can find you on our you website. Go. So thank you so much you for will. calling in. I know it was a last minute thing, so thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Bye-bye right. now. Bye-bye. Have a good night. So again, that was Debbie Gentili and she had that terrible accident right yeah. after Thanksgiving. And, you know, you just don't, you don't, it's called an accident for a reason, right? Who'd have thunk? Yeah. yeah. Think. yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I know. So let's get back on uh, track yeah. with um, starting up at the beginning um, with just, you know, fire prevention. It's funny because I made a list and I'm looking at your list and it looks like our lists are pretty actually sort of similar and I don't even have a badge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the show's over. But now. you do spend a lot of time in houses. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. But actually, you know what? Can we talk about that for a second, you guys? Like, what if you did want to make that a bylaw? Like, do you think that people would hate it? You know, to have a fire extinguisher? I think it's a great idea. Well, some people hate putting smoke detectors in their house, too. So Yeah. I don't understand uh, that It is a good either. idea. I, it, it would be up to the local authority having jurisdiction. So either the fire chief or, or the mm-hmm. local board of selectmen, if they... Mm-hmm. Or, or fire commissioners with. Because it's funny because my older listings that we have, I'm just thinking of 881 um, Center Street. Yep, had you one know, on the wall. I had one on the wall. I mean, yeah. I don't know how old it was or anything, but it's probably been there since 1950. But it, it may have been something that they did years ago, like that they just had it. I think it's an older generation yeah. thing, too. I think if yeah. people are older, they have it. Yeah. Younger people, you know, like ourselves with kids, and we just don't. Yeah. I mean, I have one in my house just because I do it, but I probably wouldn't if I wasn't in yeah. this business. I have yeah. running water because my husband's a plumber. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a house because I'm a realtor. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe that's something that we can talk about because one of the things for 2019, we actually had an off-site meeting today and we want to do, you know, community workshops and sort of give value back to, you know, the community that we would love to do things. Maybe we could have you guys in one day and I'd love to do, like, just how do you use one? Like, can... Uh, can you just use one? I know, like you know what I mean, like yeah. to just show I'm and curious demonstrate. Why the first one didn't work. So, what are the reasons why a fire extinguisher wouldn't work? Probably it was either used prior or uh-huh. it, uh, it went out of its charge, so there wasn't mm-hmm. enough propellant in the in the extinguisher itself to. to do they have expiration dates? Yeah, they, they kind of do. Kind of. So when you say charge, it isn't like your dust buster that you have to plug in. That no, isn't what you're no, meaning. No. Okay, it's almost like a CO, like a CO cartridge. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So there's a, there's a dial on it. Yeah. It will go from green to red to yellow. If it's in the green, you you should be good enough to expel some of the agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The lower it gets into the red, 
Yeah. Through the yellow, it won't. I'm going to check all mine in my building. Yeah, because um, when I get home. Well, you're <laughs> in a big building. Yeah. You probably have sprinkler systems, right? Where do you live? Where do you live? Weymouth. I live in Weymouth. Yeah, I live yeah, in Gaston. So if you're in an apartment building, it's usually, it, it's up yeah. to the owner to, to really, really yearly old. go in and inspect your... Really old. Um, mm-hmm. We have the fire extinguisher at the office. Yep. The, the, the landlord's really good about going around and they just checked. They actually just changed out all of our smoke detectors and we have yep. a new uh, fire extinguisher. So yeah, someone from the fire department came um, and was inspecting all of the buildings. Hmm. Okay, wonder who that is. Did you look like me? No, no, it was a younger guy. A younger guy. Oh, better looking. Good. Nice. Um, Yeah, so those would have to be yearly done anyways. You know, it's up to them because they're occupied by the general public. So there's there's certain requirements. All right, so can I get you guys on the hook right now for maybe doing something next year? We could, like, talk about, you know, how to use those. Like, I'd love to do a CPR course, too. Do you teach those? We know people that yeah, do. We know people. <laughs> we know, we know people. people. We know people. Yeah, look at these two look like little kids over here, don't they, they do. tonight? Yeah. I want to learn CPI. This is the quietest I've ever seen Mary in our life. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm I mean, yeah, we do. We know people that do that. We, we, yeah. 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 Definitely. We have provided to many um, fire extinguisher clashes. Yeah. Because I just think that one, uh, you know, I just think for prevent, you know, just helping people inside their homes. Again, we are talking to the Pembroke Fire Department, but I'm sure every department, you know, on the South Shore, um, they're willing to do things like that. But I mean, you guys can share, you can teach people things even if they don't live in our town. Um, but one of the things too is I know we had a tragic loss in our town of a um, a young man, 50 uh, years old, this week, and you know his wife um, is a nurse, and I know them just from you know football and cheerleading and stuff like that. When our kids were younger and you know one of the things i thought about is um sadly he had had a heart attack and um yeah kevin joyce by the way and a lot of people know him and he was well respected and really well loved uh throughout the community and uh, just a super family but i also thought i'm at that age i'm 50 my husband's 56 and if i walked into a situation like that i i really I'm not sure. Like the last time I did CPR, I think my kids were so little that I think that I would forget. So I just think that it would be something that would be great if we could uh, put something together like that. Right? I think it's it's important. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Mary. Mary's finally talking. Okay, (laughs) let's talk to you guys about some of your ideas for safety. Again, we're talking about fire uh, safety and prevention in the winter months. So what are the big to-dos here? (laughs) <laughs> or not to do's. <laughs> what would you like to touch on first? Well, let's let's talk about. I think one of the things is you know trees, holiday trees. That seems to be the big thing right now. Super dry right now, right? The trees. Uh, they shouldn't be. Mm. Um, they're well, fresh cut, so most of them are usually I would say three or four months old. Uh-huh. If, you go, if you go to a uh, any place that sells them on a lot or any place yeah. like that. I went um, to Kwanis. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like they to always have nice trees. There. Yeah. Um, so as long as you provide a fresh cut at the bottom and then keep it watered. Mm-hmm. It, it will it will it will make it through the, the holiday season. Okay, I was thinking about adding some um, maple to it, like syrup, because doesn't that come that, yeah. that was gonna that's gonna hydrate it for you? It's not a maple tree. Yeah, how's that gonna be? It's a pine you? tree. What, in the no. water on the bottom, or just like no, diabetic, just right? throw <laughs> maple syrup all over it. You guys can have like a whole list of punnies from me. I don't know. Listen, we you really need like an outtake. Thing. You know, the thing is, is for yeah, we. I mean, we had Christmas trees when I lived in Dorchester and stuff. I just figure I'm thinking maple comes out of trees, right? That maybe they would like it if I fed it something. 
No. no. Water usually works. <laughs> yeah, just give it water. You'll no. be all right. Water's fine. <laughs> right. I don't know. Look at that. Facebook yep. listeners, I don't know. They can't really hear us anyway. So, um, okay. So, what else about the tree? <laughs> sorry. Mark McNamara says he's 55. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. Sorry, honey. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just, um, you know, like the chief said, make sure you get a good fresh cut. Keep mm-hmm. water in it. Take about a half gallon. Okay. To, you know, whatever it takes, water it every day. Mm-hmm. Use low heat transfer lights. So, the lower, the small, the light, so the LEDs, little minis. LEDs are the best. Yeah. Okay. Um, you won't have that heat transfer. Mm, yep. Oh, yeah, like those big bulbs. Those, yeah, remember those big office. colored bulbs? Those yep. got really, really hot yep. and they break. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep decorations and something small that can break to the top of the tree, not the low for kids. Okay. So they don't cut themselves to swallow small pieces. Or puppies. Right. Or puppies. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to keep the tree at least three feet from any ignition source. Okay. Furnace, fireplace, so candles. Folks with wood stoves. Yeah, wood stove. Three feet? Like that. Three space feet. heaters? Yeah, space, oh, space heaters. What about like just regular like uh, baseboards? hot water baseboard? Any heat. That's fine. That's fine. But it, any heat source, you want to kind of keep it three feet from. Oh, okay. Hmm. But the hotter, the, the hotter it is closer to the tree, the quicker it's going to dry out. Well, see, I have radiant mm-hmm. heat, so. so that's probably why. So if you can keep it away from the. You have a really dry tree? Yeah, my tree is really, the tree is really dry. radiant yeah. heat in the. Do you have water in your thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to check. Yeah, you might not have water. Just have maple syrup. Just maple syrup. And then just just for, you know, a a dry tree. Yeah. Completely dry tree, if ignited, can go in about 30 seconds. And it is... It There's is no devastating to watch if you've ever seen a Christmas tree go up. You know, oh, no. Yes, yeah. I, I really have. And I watched um, I watched something on like the Today Show with that guy one time, and he did do that as an example. So I want to I'm going to tell you something that I thought about doing because, and then I thought it through. So <laughs> good, that's a good good start for you. But honestly, like I have one of these trees in my office, and it's like a dead tree that you have to spritz with water, which I totally don't get. Right? It so. My tree is dry. I did say that. And I thought, oh, should I maybe spritz it with water? But then I looked at those lights and thought, probably not. Yeah, probably right? not a good idea. Not a good idea. So don't do that ever. No. So, Especially if you have all the lights, too, so you're not really sure. You yeah. have a frayed wire or anything. So. Oh, yeah. Well, and sometimes, too, don't people, like, take out, like, a light bulb if one of them goes out and then we could just get right in there? Could. Mm-hmm. Because those actually, now they make the lights that you can have more than one out before the strand becomes useless. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. In the old days, didn't they used to put candles on their trees? They did. Yeah. I mean, what? so there must have been a lot of accidents with that. That must have taken forever. We have some Light stats later candles. on. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. Why we don't put a candle in the tree anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. But you know, the thing too, Ken, that you're talking about is how fast those go up. They do. And I was talking to a client one time and they had a wreath that was on their door and they thought it would be a good idea to like throw it in their fireplace to like oh. do like something but then something happened that wasn't really a good idea and i don't remember exactly what it was i think it had like eucalyptus and all kinds of stuff in it yeah. too so they threw that in there but i don't think that's really recommended either right no, no. okay that day you don't want to burn <laughs> it wasn't me paper okay. decorations that, and those are the things that keep us in business yeah, yeah. so you're telling me the mantle that i just spent like four hours decorating the other day has real candles on it and i should not be lighting those real candles well, don't like light the candles and then go grocery shopping. Yeah, don't you have oh, to no. stick with your candles? You have to just sit, sit no, there and watch they're, them. They're, they're very tall. But Mary, that you, I saw the picture of your house and you have you have green stuff on your. You have real. Is that real green stuff? Yeah. Real green stuff and fire don't mix. Yeah. <laughs> well, saying? they're encased. Like it would have to break through. Like a, a glass. Lot. Like yeah, they're encased. They're uh, not. They're not. 
hanging out free willy nilly. But it if is you're hard. home, if you're home, you should be okay. Just don't mm-hmm. go home leave. and sitting right in yeah. front of it so you can watch the it. The drier okay, those live greens get, the worse it gets. <laughs> but it's for yeah. ambiance. You should be fine if it's there. Well, one of the things I want to talk about, and I'll skip ahead too, is um, we had seagrass like over the summer, so we have a lot of seagrass, mm-hmm. and right outside near. So off our deck, and then we have our grill, and I have the grill away from the house, like facing the other way. And because one of the things I noticed, it was all like the house was getting all sooty, and I was like, that can't be good either (laughs) to have the grill there. I do think things through. But then Mark was out there the other day, and he's like, I need to show you something. And I was like, what? And we didn't cut back that seagrass. And he took one little branch, and he went out into the middle of the yard, and like literally the flame of the fi- the the clicker wasn't even on there once it, it, like what does that call the lighter it was literally so lit and that thing went up have you ever seen seagrass go up I haven't, but I have it at my house, so... Um, try it. This is, no, I don't want to try it. No, no well, out in the middle <laughs> of your... <laughs> I know, I'm going to cut the seagrass. Yeah, well, that's what we have, that's what we're going to do, but I, what I was thinking, I was like, Mark, like, the back of the grill is right there, and, mm. like, the seagrass, if it blows, it's going to go right in there, so uh, cut that stuff back, too. All right, go ahead. What other things do you have on your list? So, we did Christmas tree care. Yep. You, we did kind of touch on lights. Oh. Can I, one other thing? Yeah, okay. Because you said this the, the last year, I think, um, about the removal. I thought that this was brilliant because what do people normally do after they take their tree out? And oh. you said not to do it. Yeah. What did I say? I can't remember. Yeah. Put, don't oh, put just, it on your back porch. Oh, right. Yeah. Back. Keep it away from the house. Right. Have yeah. the Boy Scouts come and grab it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Keep mm. it as far away from the house as possible. Yeah. So last year, uh, Mark pulled it outside and it was on the back porch. And I was like, you can't do that. Like, get that thing way away from the house. Yeah. So that's what we did. So that's a very good tip, that, too. Yeah. See, I, you, I didn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from you. There you go. Well, glad yeah. you remember. You can it. call yes. Linda McDonald, and her son will come and, yeah. and get it. Oh, yeah, they do He's the, the pickup, right? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the best way to do it. There, uh, some people like to save them for ceremonial bonfires, and mm. but interesting, yeah, just get rid of it. <laughs> uh, so candles is, uh, you know, again, we told uh, Mary never leave it lit when you're not home. Mm-hmm. Use battery candles. That was a good... I saw that on your list. I yeah. think that that's a great idea. If you can, in some, in certain places. Sometimes, you know, real candle is the way to go. But uh, mm-hmm. glass candles, if, so if you have Yankee candles and things like that in the mm-hmm. glass, one-third. Once they're one-third left, you got to get rid of it. Oh, really? Have yeah. that? Oh, Because wow. it'll, uh, it'll heat up and they'll break. They'll heat up and break. <gasps> really? Yeah. When oh, you have that much left in it, the bottom I'm of it. I'm right... That's where I am with my candle. Well, and another thing, too, is I got this uh, new, it was like a soy candle or something. It's sort of an earthy, crunchy thing with like this wood cork. And I, when I lit the candle the first time, I just happened to have the cork upside down. And I just happened to read it. And it said that it's a wood, it's wood and do not put the candle out with that, with that oh, cover. With the top, and that's what I always do with my Yankee candles because they're metal. And I just usually oh, put it on top yeah. so the smoke doesn't go everywhere. Mm, yeah. And then I came home recently and I said to Mark, not to embarrass you, honey, <laughs> um, but I said, did you put the candle out with the with this? It says right on there, do not, because of the wood. But he didn't have his glasses on. But see how easy that is? Yeah. And you he did it. keep doing it and it heats up and it will reach a point where yeah, it will would. just ignite. And then you just keep candles in open areas, minimal combustibles around them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put it on the dining room table or the, you know, the table with tablecloths and all kinds of greens mm. and stuff oh, around. Yes. Just try to keep them open. <sighs> well, this morning Sorry. I called in to um, talk to Rob and Lisa uh, this morning on WATD, just the morning show, just to, you know, sort of prompt what our show was about tonight. And he said he has, like, this fear of candles. And um, I 
you know, we talked a little bit about it. And sometimes we go into people's homes when we're walking into somebody's house and they're not home because we're in there showing a client. And I think, how long have these people not been home and they have a candle going? Yeah. Just like all over the place, bedrooms everywhere. Oh, I won't leave a house like if it's one of our sellers and they light the cl- uh, candles before showings. I'm, if I'm going, I'm blowing them out because I'm not responsible for leaving those mm-hmm. candles lit there. Mm-hmm. Um, One thirty-seven Old Ocean. I used to text her all the time. Hey, did you forget to turn the candle off? Oh, it's been on all day. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna blow it out. Yeah, just that's, that's just eventually gonna bite you. Yeah, mm-hmm. just in case. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep it going. Um, okay, so the candles we have that down. I like the idea about the um, the battery candles because I I think that that's why I use them anyways. I, I like them. Yeah. They they're on a timer. I don't even have to like get a lighter for it. Yeah. So I like that. Uh, okay. Extension cords. Just yes. remember to use the purpose for what they are, indoor outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the you know attaching multiple strands of lights together. You got to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Make sure you use GFI plugs or GFI strips so that they'll pop. If there's an issue with it, oh really? Yeah, especially outdoors with the with the foul weather and everything. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So how do I know if that's happening? I don't know if that's happening right now at my house. Sometimes you can tell just by looking at them, but sometimes it goes to a breaker that's down in the electric box, and right. you can tell that it has it has a huh. GFI switch. Yeah, in the yeah, electric yeah, box. all the new homes have exterior plugs that will be GFI. Mm-hmm. So if something's happening, it's a requirement. Happen, it okay, so it's outside. Yeah. Okay. Then you'll know because the lights wouldn't work. You'd go out. You reset the the button. Okay. All right, um, that's a, okay. So that's that's you know that's important with those um, height ladders. This is time when everybody decorates, so you got to be careful with heights. If you're going to use ladders, you got to use an appropriate ladder, an appropriate size. Mm-hmm. Um, another stat later on here will mm-hmm. tell you that, which I was surprised. Really, a lot of people visit U.S. hospitals. Oh, really? At Christmas time due to decoration falling. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's well, pretty, you know, getting on a ladder and yeah. trying to put up, you know. Like so and just, reaching, and, yep. just and reaching. Uh, yep. yeah. Just trying to get it done quick and get it, you know, yeah. I know, you know. Sort of like when I was putting up the stockings that say BCRE in the back of the office the other day, and I was on the high stools out back, and in Laurie heels, came in. I'm sure. <laughs> in my heels, and I was, like, trying to open the window and everything, and Laurie came in, one of our agents, and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I can almost reach it. <laughs> she's like, well, you can't. So I'm very accident prone. <laughs> no way, really? <laughs> Uh, another key you have here, house numbers. Huge for us. Yeah, can you talk about that a little bit? Because I know that that's one of the things that sort of, when we tell people that, when we're going for that yeah. final smoke cert, tell people the importance of that and why, why we need that. Well, it gets us there quicker. Mm-hmm. If we're not spending time looking for your house because mm-hmm. you don't have a number on it, then... You know, if you're having a serious medical problem, then, you know, that's time wasted. Yeah, just like I was thinking about that when Debbie had called, too, because of the whole 911 thing. I guess I actually never thought about that either. So is there an app or something, though, that we could use on our phones if we needed to dial, like, 911? Or that seems well, like you a... you can always dial 911 on your phone. You don't need service. Yeah, but anything. it doesn't... It, it roots somewhere else, Yeah, it, it, like Ken said earlier, it'll, it'll go to one of the two regional um, call centers, but they don't correct me if I'm wrong, and they, they, they can pinpoint you, but only to a certain amount of area. Correct. Really? So the phone won't, because it's not pinging the phone, they haven't gone through the whole process of pinging your actual phone. Yeah. You're just going to the closest tower. Yeah. So it's grabbing that closest tower, but there is no, because it doesn't, the cell phone doesn't realize you're in the 911 district. If you were in Pembroke and use the landline, yeah. you're within that 911 area zone. Okay. That's why it goes direct. Cell phone has to kind of get rerouted. So anytime you use a cell phone to call, you say 
We're exactly where you are. Okay. I'm in 911. I'm in the town of Pembroke, Massachusetts. This is what I need, or Hanson, or wherever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they can kind of help you. They'll know. They won't spend the time goofing around. They'll just have mm-hmm. another guy call Hanson, get you going to that address. Yeah. Because every minute does really matter. It does, especially with a cell phone. You can probably waste about six or seven minutes if it doesn't go right. Yeah, and that's like oh a lot God. of times people have been getting rid of their house phones too. You know what I mean? I, and I always, I still have mine. I thought you had to have at least one landline, especially if you had a security system. But somebody told me I was wrong about that the other day because it can all go Wi-Fi. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to have a landline. Yeah, I think so too. And I do think with the numbers, one. I got one. It is. It is. I don't. You know. It. I can imagine, and I think about it all the time yeah. because I. I never really put it all together. I was like, oh, what's the importance? Like, are they just being sort of picky here? But when even when we're going to look at somebody's house, like for the first time, and it's like you're, you're trying to look at the numbers, and it's like, I'm surprised at how many houses don't have numbers, oh, or that you can't see because I know. You can't um, see them clearly, yeah. Yeah, you either can't see them clearly, they're obstructed, or you're too far back. Because in Pembroke, <clears throat> there's a lot of. They're not exactly retreat lots, but they're pretty. They're far back set off set enough back, yeah. from the road that you can't actually see the number. So I know, like, mm-hmm. with one of our listings, we had them put, um, like, a 4 by 4 post or a 4 by. Yep. Like, four ooh, by yay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> out front so that you could see it. I got it right. Yeah. I'm usually terrible with numbers. No, you're very good. So, yeah, we have you. If you're greater than 50 feet from the street and we can't see the house number from the street, we'll have you but drop But you can't see it at night anyways. You can't see people's numbers at night. Do you have the a right ones light that you flash out? A lot of them now are reflective, but yeah. if you have something that's in a contrasting color, it, the lights will pick it up. Yeah, Plus, and a dispatch will tell you to flick a light on, leave a light on. Oh, yeah. You know, so they'll. I mean, and that's why I was going to say with a cell phone too. If you're in Pembroke and that's where you live, just put Pembroke Fire and Pembroke Police in your phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's pretty good with using a phone. You oh, can yeah. do that just as quick as you can dial. All you can say is, "Hey Siri, call oh, the Pembroke Fire right. Department." That's a better idea. You know what I mean? I, no, I don't suggest that, but. That's yeah. the easiest way Calling to get them in an emergency if you're not going to use a landline. Yep. Instead of going through the nine, that part of the 911 portion. Yep. Of it. And then <clears throat> I remember the other thing too, Ken. I remember one time you made um, a comment about the numbers can't be they can't be vinyl or sticky like on right, the right. They have to be. They can't be stick-ons. They have to be a fix, They have to be permanently mounted or okay. attached. I said that at one of our office meetings or trainings at one point, and people, and they were like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because they'll peel off, right? right? So that's why." That's why you don't put them on the door. They have to be on the house, not the door. You open your door in the summertime can't yeah. see the number oh okay yeah it's on the inside i'm oh, not sitting the you're open the door waiting for us where are they where are they <laughs> some things are so you can see the number from the inside of the house but we can't <laughs> see it. Thought the door. can't see so it that's right and honest to god like did you just see there like wow that's ingenious that's why it can't be on the door that totally makes sense to me. <laughs> so I don't know. That's why I we got know. you guys again. You're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and Mary Baker, along with Melissa Wallace. We also have, you know, our favorite guys here from the Pembroke Fire Department. We have Chief Michael Hill with us, and we also have Deputy Chief Ken McCormick with us. And we're very, very fortunate to have you guys willing to do this. Um, this is our last show of the year, actually, and uh, we um, we're happy to be here with you guys and giving all this good, valuable information. You can um, also go to Sharon. Costa McNamara. If you're not friends with me, you can become my friend and you can see us on Facebook Live. Um, I also put a link on there to uh, one of the news stations because uh, we wanted to sort of dedicate this song to Christopher Roy. Um, unfortunately, lost his life in uh, the fire in Worcester uh, just a couple weeks ago. So for his daughter, 
um, his nine-year-old daughter, Eva. There is a foundation for there. I have nothing to do with it. I'm just the resource to try to help you get to there. You can find it. Just Google it, and you'll be able to find it. So it would be nice if our South Shore community and our neighbors here on the South Shore could help support uh, the Roy family uh, during this tragic, tragic time and tragic time of year to be doing it. So we're talking about fire prevention in the winter, and we're going to just keep on going. What other got things you got, guys? I'm just looking here. Uh, generator safety. You would yes. Think Can this we talk would, about that? Sure. You would think this would be logic. But <clears throat> but you know what? You know, you just don't know. Because don't. I have such a good story to tell you about this. So yeah. go ahead. You, so, yeah. you tell so everybody. So not, not inside. Mm-hmm. So you want to, you when you're running them, not in the garage with the door open. They've got to be away from the house. Try mm-hmm. to keep it, you know, four or five feet away from the house. Um Try logic. Try right. not to Look store the. the yeah, like, try well, not to it store the gasoline. Gasoline or the diesel right next to it. <laughs> Keep those separate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just and just don't use it inside the house. That's yeah. You'll be surprised. Okay. Yeah, so you'll when be it's surprised. Every year. Every, every, year. every year, especially with the storms we've been having over the last five, six years. Yeah, we'll, we have mm-hmm. ours in the shed, which is away from the house, yep. but the door open. Um, I don't even know. It doesn't roll out because it's too mm-hmm. big. But here's this is a real life story. In Braintree, over near the South Shore Plaza, I'm showing a home. I have my clients with me. I walk into the house, overcome. I mean, literally overcome. I don't. They say you can't smell that carbon monoxide, but I smelled exhaust. Well, so I don't know if it smells like the same stuff. Well, probably not if carbon monoxide doesn't smell. And it there was a language barrier, so I couldn't communicate really with them. And I'm looking around at this entire family. They didn't leave while we were there to show the house. They had the car in the garage with the door down, right to the outside. The car started with all the doors open for the heat to get into the house and the door to the garage into the house open. It, I, I, I said, you have to get out of this house. And they literally were looking at me starry-eyed and I called the Braintree Fire Department and I was like, you have to get somebody down here and somebody who speaks Spanish. They did not speak a stick of English. But people just don't know. Now, yeah, think well, that's of, the fastest way to die right there. You, they just probably hit one of the quickest ways to kill yourself ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, just by pure... Carbon dioxide is quick when it's yeah. Yeah, I do want to talk about that carbon monoxide. But here's the thing with the language barrier. Know who your neighbors are. Because, you know, I was thinking if they came, I don't even know where they came from, but let me just say Puerto Rico, okay? It's it's pretty warm there. So they would never have the opportunity to say, oh, it's really cold out, let me heat up my house. Like So we grew up n- right. sort of knowing these things. But tell me about carbon monoxide. I mean, how, how fast does it happen? And go through a house. It depends on the, well, it, it has the same density as air, so it, it mixes pretty readily. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have a source and you have a closed-in area like a house with a garage, yeah, um, it'll build quickly and it, and it will render you unconscious, and then you'll you will die rather mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. And then, do you want to talk about what was the uh, the law there? Nicole's law. Nicole's law. Yep. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? I know we yeah, have in so the past. So unfortunately, in Plymouth, that happened. Um, we're a family mm-hmm. ended up having carbon monoxide in the house due to what I can't. Was it a chimney? Or snow in snow, the front of the snow, vent. Snow, snow blocked the, the vent. Power vent yeah. um, mm-hmm. Ended up taking the life of Nicole, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there was a law their family put into place that law um, requiring mm-hmm. smoke detectors, CO detectors in everybody's house. Yeah. Uh, made it part of the requirements for you to sell a home, to have a home. Mm-hmm. 
And then they kind of upped a couple things with vents and things like that, yeah. raise them off decks, make sure that they were snow snowworthy, so 18 inches or whatever that is, 12 to 15 yeah. to 18 inches. So, I mean, a lot came from it, yeah. unfortunately. Someone had to... Like most laws, someone had to yeah. pass away because yeah. of it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that is one of the things, too. You do want to make sure that, you know, you, you have to do a look around your house. And I talked about that, you know, a couple of weeks yeah, ago. I on just some the other day with yeah. your chimney, yeah. Yeah, I mean, around. huge crack. I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. So, I mean, is that coming into the house? You don't even yeah. know? No, you just got to take... So you I don't know if it's pride or whatever, but you got to take a mm-hmm. little bit of pride, I guess, in, yeah. in your, your property and just walk around and, and make sure that those things are done. Things you know, happen. They save you, you know, save you in the long run. Like we talked last time, you know, just block chimney. Yeah. You know, you like to try to buy a place for the first time and, mm-hmm. you know, you got a squirrel or a nest in there or something, you know. We just put a cap on top yeah. as well so we don't <clears> have <throat> any of that stuff happening. So, that, well, I mean, that's a big one. Yeah. So, of course, when you, so right when you had, um, you had Springetti come out and mm-hmm. look at your, um, look at your fire, what is it, fireplace? Chimney. Chimney. Now something's wrong with mine. Oh, no. I have to have him come out and look at it. Well, one thing, too, I think that is really important. Do we have to have a permit? I mean, we only have a few minutes left, which I can't believe. But do you have to have a permit in order to have a chimney, um, like, a? Um, you know, a lot of people are converting from wood to gas and then doing pellet stoves and wood stoves. Does the permit process go through you or does it go through the building department? It, it goes through the building department, oddly enough. Yeah, that's so uh, weird, isn't it? But no. Everybody assumes Cause, it's Because the, the chimney is a structure. I I think that's why they figure it falls under their purview, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. But it's, been, it's important to have your chimney inspected at least once a year, especially if you use, if you have pellet stove, wood stove, coal stoves, mm-hmm. or if you, even if you use your fireplace a lot. Yeah. I just do think that that regular maintenance, we just want to make sure that people are doing what they're doing to protect themselves. And too, with the flu, you know, you, a lot of homeowners like to do things themselves. Like my chimney has two flus. One mm-hmm. is for my heating system. One is for my fireplace. Mm-hmm. I had a listing one time and there was one flu and there was something, a wood stove in the basement or a pellet stove. And then there was something in the kitchen that was open, literally an open. And then there was another chimney. So all of those gases were escaping out. So, um, all right, Rye, I know we only have a couple of minutes. I'm going to keep on going here just for one second. Tell me one more safety thing on here, I guess, that you think is really important for everybody to know. If you think we need to talk about any of them. We actually went through a bunch of them, didn't yeah, we? You hit everything on the, on the safety stuff. Um, yeah. Just fire safety with your trees. Make sure you're checking your trees and yeah. things like that so you don't want people doing that. Don't store your firewood up against the yep. house. Yeah. yeah. That, that's that, a biggie. That Make biggie. sure your smoke detectors are always working. Yes. I think that that's a great, uh, great uh, tip because we always tell people to try to check those with daylight savings. But I just think, you know what? If you didn't do it during daylight savings, do it a couple times a year, especially this time of year. Again, I can't thank you guys enough, Um, and we will make sure that we have all this information in a blog for all of our listeners, but if people wanted to reach out to you guys, maybe talk to you at the fire department, how would they get in touch with you? Do you have a basic number? (laughs) Uh, We have a Facebook page, and we have uh, a couple of Facebook pages, actually, so you can ask questions there. Um, Perfect. Other than that, 781-293-2300 is our business line. Perfect. We're open 24-7. All right. Well, great. Woo-hoo. Thank you. We had, thank again, you. Chief thank Michael you. Hill, and we had Deputy Chief Ken McCormick. And thank you. Hey, you guys, be safe. And thank you so much for everything you do for our community You're and for welcome. all of us out there. We really appreciate thank you. you. Thank Merry you. Thank you what you did for uh, the Roy family. Uh, we appreciate yes. that. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody.